0: This is the Best of Daily Devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Go to jfbelievers.com for more information. We just started venturing into John chapter 15, this great chapter about Jesus being our vine. And we're going to pick it up in verse 4 where we read, Remain in me, and I in you. As the branches can't bear fruit by itself unless it remains in the vine, so neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, and you are the branches. He who remains in me, and I in him, bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. And if a man doesn't remain in me, he is thrown out as a branch and is withered, and they garner them, throw them in the fire, and they are burned. So once again today we read... How the fruit that God seeks is both the fruit of the Spirit and the fruit of discipleship. All of the love and the joy and the peace, the long-suffering, all of the gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and self-control that comes out of a Spirit-filled life will be there along with kingdom service and good works that comes out of a truly redeemed life. Fruit of discipleship, fruit of salvation, Experientially, I've never seen one type without the presence of the other. I mean, they flow from the presence of one another. Jesus calls for the disciple to abide in him. And this is so poignant in the religious world that seems to rather, you know, visit Jesus on special occasions. Christmas, and Easter maybe, or when we're in trouble or in need or in want. I think Jesus is a lot like Batman to many of us. I mean, we don't actually have a relationship with him. Rather, we just grab the bat phone and call him up in time of crisis. But gang, Jesus isn't a superhero from a comic book. He's God. And he is a personal friend of mine that seeks to know me and relate to me and walk with me in times of trouble as well as blessing. He calls upon us to abide in him, to be held, kept, and remain uh, continually. Being a Christian is not visiting Jesus once in a while, only to take a hike when things get difficult. This principle weighs heavily on our society today because we have so many people who willingly wear the Christian badge, but they still fail in the responsibility and the accountability of the Christian position. Despite common belief, there are no single or individual Christians. We can't go all cowboy on the body of Christ and attempt to be a one-man show. There are no faith-filled Christian Rambos. In fact, that aspect that we embrace that model only means that we fail to grasp the fundamentals of the faith, really. That being said, whatever it was that we believe, we accepted back Whenever we had that spiritual moment, it wasn't Christ. I mean, we want to nestle up to Jesus when all is going our way and we're feeling good, but when the caretaker comes along and, you know, begins to trim away the things he wants out of our life in order to make you a more lean, mean, fighting machine, well, often we begin to buck and run away from the caretaker. It's interesting to note, too, that this life-trimming It only comes after a period of growth and maturity. I mean, we don't generally prune young baby plants, do we? We might think, therefore, that such would be easier to handle when we were, you know, spiritually older, but it's not. Often it's because we think we've grown up enough and that we no longer need to examine or prune our lives. So Jesus was telling the boys that there was no other vine anymore. The nation of Israel had always been that vine in god's hands but now jesus was that vine there will be no more approaching the caretaker without going through jesus unless we are attached to the vine and stay attached to that vine we are lost but when we're attached to jesus we bear much fruit however if i fail to be attached to Christ. If I fail to stay attached, fail to abide, we are cast out, and and that's not you know dissing the security of one's faith and, and the the doctrine behind that. But the reality is, we're we're going to wither. We're going to be discarded, and it's not that you were once in and you were thrown out. You were never in we can think at some point that we've paid enough and we can think that no further major sacrifices are necessary but that is pride and that is worldliness neither of those are the fruit of the spirit please note that Jesus is talking to apostles here these guys had already been there for three years yet despite the call and the warning they're the call and the warnings going out to them also. At least one of them, and we know the story, was an imposter. And he didn't make it despite having jumped through all of the hoops. The reality is, the caretaker is never going to stop pruning and nurturing and seeking greater and greater production out of us, individually or as a church. There is no end. There is no finish line except death. He must prune our lives as Christians if we are to bear the fruit that he seeks. He must prune the church also, cutting away the unproductive branches if we are to produce and grow as he desires. The rejection of this fact and the revelation before us is what catches many of us later in our pilgrimage as believers. How many of us have grown and passed through numerous spiritual experiences only to find that God is still asking us for more, for greater discipleship, for greater sacrifice. And often we fail personally ever to know our true and complete calling in God's kingdom because we fall short of completing the race. We've rejected the caretaker's efforts to prune further to achieve all he has for us. We must be able to not only confirm our actual salvation by our fruit, but confirm our spiritual health, our spiritual life, as well as our proximity to Jesus by the fruit that comes forth from our lives. You see, this abiding thing, it's for a lifetime. And so is the fruit production. That's why so many of us have at some point, after being greatly used by God, Ultimately, crash and burn. They eventually hang up the ministry, finally, you know, fold it up, angry at the world and everyone around them, because they came to a point where they were looking for an earthly return on their investment, which of course didn't come. And their very heart and actions expose who they are in the reality that instead of producing solely. For the caretaker and his benefit and his furtherance solely for the kingdom? They were actually putting in their time in an effort to one day cash in and gain position and power and comfort or some other selfish gain. They thought they had arrived. They thought they were done. Yet the caretaker was still trying to cut away. The branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine so neither can you. When we cease to stay connected, we cease to produce, and ultimately, we cease to live. This is not an option, and it certainly isn't a threat. There is no such thing, however, as a fruitless Christian. Therefore, there is no such thing as a living branch that is not connected to the vine. Christ speaks extensively concerning being a part of his body, so if you're out there on your own no church, no fellowship, no service, no unity or accountability, you are off the vine. And Don't be giving me the argument, well, I just belong to the universal body of Christ, not to a church, because that's a farce, and that's a lie. You cannot serve your brothers and sisters if there aren't any around. You can't tithe if there's no church to do that at. You cannot give and receive the benefits of God's Spirit, gifts that exist to bless others in the body. You cannot be accountable. You are a disembodied organ. And for all practical purposes, you're dead. And if you're dead, you're not part of anything. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.